0: Welcome everybody back to Off the Record, your host, Eric Afrin. As always, it's a pleasure to be part of this experience where we talk real talk about DI topics. As always, I would like to always start with our disclaimer that any content provided by our guests are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organizations, company individual, or anyone, or anything. Today, we will have the pleasure to talk to Mr. Tom Martinez, a great, long professional and personal friend of mine, who is a certified coach, teacher, speaker with Delta. You're probably wondering what Delta Performance Group means. It means delivering excellence in leadership, talents, and attitude. Mi amigo, my friend, Mr. Martinez, thank you for joining the podcast today. We,
1: I'm, I'm honored, honored to have you here. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. It's quite a pleasure, quite an honor to be with you and your audience as well. I mean, thank you so much for that invitation. Uh, I'm nervous. I know that they're listening and, uh, and I know that they're very curious about what we have to say today. So thank you so much for the invitation, though. Appreciate it. Mm- No
0: problem, Tom. And you know, just so we can kind of get started here, what exactly does Delta and or yourself provide to the insurance industry? Awesome.
1: Yes, thank you. And uh, we, um, we were. I'm a coach and. I'm a certified coach with John Maxwell, and uh, also with uh, my business, Delta Performance Group. We have been actually working with uh, individuals, small companies, and larger organizations as well. Uh, we coach uh, people when he, uh, when he, uh, to become better leaders, to to become uh, the leaders that they were they were created to be, uh, and that all obviously involves many facets of their of their lives as well and the businesses. So. Uh, I had also experience in teaching at, um, at MBA level, so I had the uh, the privilege of meeting with uh, executives and professionals and people who are in the in the business. Uh, not only insurance business, but you're talking to every all kinds of uh, businesses. We help people to develop their strategic plans um, and also to to connect with uh, not only themselves but their people as well as the market that they serve.
0: That's that's amazing, uh, Tom. I, I've had the privilege to work with you in the DNI space for several years, and I think uh, what you're going to bring to us today, I am so excited. Now, you know, it's always curious to me because you know there's many very complex uh, topics within the DNI space, but this one here today, I think, is such a value to really understand the technical piece of it, but also how does that really translate and look in real life. And what I'm talking about is the value of cultural intelligence in our industry, right? Can you first start by saying what does that mean? How do you define cultural intelligence?
1: Yes, uh, that's uh, that's great. You know, diversity and inclusion is, is quite a it's quite a phrase and a term that a lot of companies use all the time, and uh, it's amazing how they. Uh, um, when I, when I ask the executives, when I ask the leaders and say, what is diversity and what is inclusion and how you put them together? Right. Um, it's quite a challenge. It's quite a challenge. Yes. I, I think, uh, what you're doing is, is great. Uh, is a great job. I commend you for that and your organization, Eric, because, um, uh, m- m- this doesn't end. This is a process that never ends. We, as, as the world becomes smaller, uh, in ways that we can, uh, talk to people on the other side of the world in seconds, you know, instantly, Uh, we need to learn As leaders, we need to learn how to connect and be more effective. Cultural intelligence, I relate, you know, the the word intelligence is uh, when I was in in the army, uh, I served as a non-commissioned officer in the military intelligence and I loved it and I understood that intelligence is when you gather uh, different pieces of uh, data and uh, you collect the data, Uh, either you, you, you listen to it or you read it or you just talk to people and you collect that data and you report it to them. Uh, the main uh, headquarters, and they put all that together and turn that into information, and that information is used intelligently, right? That's mm-hmm. what intelligence is all about, and uh, cultural intelligence is the is actually the capability to function effectively across national. Ethnic and organizational cultures, and I take that definition from a book that I read recently uh, from David Livermore. Uh, this leading with cultural intelligence, by the way, um, and that's basically what is going to drive my discussion today. When I, this is one of the many books that I've been reading about cultural uh, intelligence, and to obviously educate myself and um, and learn more. And the more I read, I said, my goodness, you know, cultural intelligence—that's uh, that's that's quite a that's quite a capacity. That's quite a capability that we all need to to, to work better in our in industry, regardless of your industry. Now, we're we talking about insurance. Oh, my goodness. Yes, because everybody, you know how it is. Everybody needs insurance. Yes. Uh, and um, so that's something we have great opportunities here. And I know the most successful uh, people, uh, insurance professionals are those who understand this very clearly, the cultural intelligence
0: that's fascinating in in, in, the, in the way that you put it intelligence is collecting data right to for for actionable uh, steps but one of the things that it kind of resonates as I hear you speak is so why is culture intelligence so relevant now more than ever
1: yes uh, well you can tell that uh, with the social media media um, You know, who wouldn't imagine 20 years ago that that we could actually be on the video uh, on your laptop, on your phone? Gosh, on your phone. Many people on the watch, you know, they have a watch. They can actually see other people, uh, images and videos very clear. Right. And uh, who could imagine 20 years ago we were going to have. what we have now. And uh, we relate, we can talk to other people on the other side of the world. Uh, We can connect with them. We can do business with them. We can um, understand uh, how they work and the world has becoming has become more uh, a lot smaller nowadays. I had the, uh, the 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 blessing and the opportunity to travel for the last ten years. Not this year. This year was different, right? Uh, I travel I travel a lot to the supermarket and came back as quick as possible. Uh, but hopefully that will change. But um, in the past years, I was able to go to Africa. I was able to go to Costa Rica, France, uh, 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 the UK, and um, Colombia and Panama and other countries and why not and uh, and I always study I always love to to talk to the people and learn how they do things you know and why they do things and then I realized, that uh, we have to become more intelligent when it comes to dealing with them. And if I wanted to sell my product, uh, believe it or not, I failed many times because I came with my perception of how to present my, my programs in other countries. And uh, I failed and I knew I was failing as I was talking to them. You know, I was <laughs> standing in front of them and I said, this is going nowhere. Um, because the expressions were different, the questions were different, and the reactions were different. So uh, imagine this. If you have to go to another country, and, and present your products. Uh, you need to learn about them. And, and you don't have to leave your office to present your product somewhere else. And people who come to work with you and for you, and uh, they're from other cultures as well, and not necessarily ethnical cultures, you know, but also uh, organizational cultures. So uh, let's not assume that when we talk about culture is your ethnic culture or ethnic background or your country, it's, uh, it could be another organizational culture. Um, and that's why it's so relevant. We as leaders, us as leaders, we need to be more effective when it comes to influencing others, influencing our business, grow our business. And therefore, we have to be intentional. And that's why in cultural intelligence is so relevant.
0: Wow. Yeah. And then I think so 2 prong approach to the, my thought for my next question is as leaders, and as associate, someone that maybe like, let's say, for example, I'm putting myself as a, a new professional in, in in the insurance business, right? Mm-hmm. Coming out of college, I'm, I'm probably within the window of a year to two into this industry. What are the things that cultural intelligence, because cultural intelligence really is not tangible. You can't see it. You can't feel it. It's not very clear. But What are some of the tips that you would provide a young professional to really sit back for a minute and say, okay, am I really connecting or understanding this this perspective in a manner that's going to be productive?
1: Yes. Awesome question. You know, because that not only applies to the professional coming into the industry, also applies to what is happening right now in our world you know how do how we approach the problems and the uh, the the, the racial problems that issues that we're encountering right Mm now how do we approach that and if you I know for sure I can guarantee you almost 100% that if you apply these concepts uh, the capabilities that actually uh, uh, David speaks in his book um, if you apply those you will be successful first of all you have to become aware you have to understand and accept that there's a different culture out there not only one but many cultures out there and uh and uh, again when you think about the culture the way you were raised the the language that has been used in your house um now that you're coming out of what you coming out of high school right you are coming out mm-hmm. of uh your home now you go to college and you find other people from other cities other countries and why not that's your first first exposure to that yes most of the college students and uh, i speak for myself and uh, i speak for for the people that i i I actually uh, um, uh, had relationships with in my my college uh, when i was teaching they normally gravitate to their their own people their own language you know they stay closed now when you go into the business you have no choice yeah. You really have to encounter these people. You don't have a choice to say, well, I don't, I don't want to talk to you because you don't speak my language. Oh, I don't want to talk to you because you're not dressed the way I would dress in my country. Uh, you have no choice. So you have to understand. You have to be flexible. You have to underst- uh, be intentional about being more intelligent when it comes to cultural intelligence uh, and, and be flexible. I say be flexible, be aware of that and uh, okay. understand that people need you though.
0: Tom, you, you, you brought something that I want to touch into a segue here about capabilities, right? You're, you're, I heard you say capabilities of culturally intelligence. Now, if I have this correctly, there are four capabilities, right? Um, mm-hmm. If you can tell me a little bit about those capabilities and really define what those are um, for us. And how can we
1: apply, apply that
0: to be a more successful?
1: Yes, yes. And again, you can. Uh, this is coming out of his book uh, from David Livermore, and uh, and I love the way he explained it. I've seen this all the capabilities in other books as well. Other authors, right? So uh, be open to that, right? Uh, and yes. I, exhort, I, I I like everybody to just go out there and Google and uh, find a book, listen to it, order it, and. Uh, and uh, become more and more educated about this. Number one, we have four of them: CQ Drive, right? I'm going to enumerate them real quick. CQ Drive, the CQ Knowledge, the CQ Strategy, and the CQ Action. Uh, and I love that. You know, first of all, number one, CQ Drive. Let's 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 um, let's explain that real quick. Is the motivation? Is the actual interest that you have in in learning about our cultures? And Eric, I'll give you an example. I I've been in other countries. Uh, I, you know, three years ago I was in Spain, and we went to this um, small town in the middle of the mountains. Beautiful, beautiful. They, I mean, this their family relatives of my my brother-in-law, and I asked one of the guys there that he really cooked for us. He actually was pressing wine, fresh grapes and, and uh, wine for the next six months. And he offered even wine from uh, the six months before. So it's fresh stuff, you know, uh, ho- great hospitality. And I tell him, I "Say, said, listen, why don't you go and visit with us one of these days? Come to America. They call America, you know, come to America, U- U.S. and come to Orlando. That's where I am. And uh, visit with us. Stay with us. You know, I'll take you anywhere. And he goes like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I go, okay. So I didn't feel like, well, first of all, I, I you know, I have to check my, my cultural intelligence, right? And go like, wait a minute, the way he said it, you know, he said it in very, very Spanish. So I'm not going anywhere. You know, obviously he said it in Spanish, but I'm thinking, like, okay, it's not about me, right? It's the way he says, you know, I'm here, I was born here, and I'm gonna die here. I'm not gonna go to an airplane, go anywhere. I look, I love my farm, I love my horses, this is the place. He, he, this guy has no motivation, no interest in knowing other cultures, right? So that's the CQ drive. And uh, okay. more, you're going to find other people who will say, you know what, I will love to know other countries, travel and taste other foods, and yeah, I'll do my best. I'm going to save money so I can travel. So check out your motivation. You know, uh, uh, do do you really want to know other cultures or not? You know, are you going to be intentional about it? Number two. Seek your knowledge. Once you realize that uh, you have that motivation, so learn about that culture, right? Understand that being a uh, cultural intelligence is not really necessarily knowing other languages or speak other languages or being able to write or read read other languages, uh, it's, just, uh, it's just another, it's, it's a matter of understanding and having cool real, good knowledge of that culture um how they uh, their manners you know when it comes to business do you present your business card uh, do you uh shake hands or do you bow knowing those things is enough right it doesn't mean that you become an expert and that is just knowing about it it's just the information that you need to know knowledge you have to gather, gather that knowledge you have to um what are the differences right? Uh, people people might say yes and might mean probably later you know if you want to close a sale and uh, you might say um, I don't know that means yes, let's do it uh, if, if you're talking to uh, I'm, I'm I'm Latino right if we yeah. want to to meet for a contract, hey we're going to talk about our kids what we ate yesterday, what we're eating today and we're gonna yeah. what we're gonna eat tomorrow right <laughs> and, and the family Correct. and all that. Now, probably 10 minutes before the, the meeting ends. Oh, oh, that contract that you have. Yeah, by the way. Yeah, send it to me tomorrow. I'll sign it. I signed it. In other countries, it's different. You know, America, you know, here in the United States, it's like uh, here, Mr. Smith, Mr. Afra. This is the contract that we talked about. And uh, we'd like you to take a look at it, review it, and let me know if you have any questions, right? We don't talk about family? Would that be rude? No, that's knowledge that we have to acquire. We have to understand those differences, right? Number three is CQ strategy. Once you know the motivation that you have or don't have, or you really have to work on that, remember, we're talking about you have to motivate yourself. You have to be intentional. And if you don't have that motivation, look for it. (laughs) Number two, get the knowledge. And number three, get a strategy. Yeah, you have to create a plan. Now that I know this, I have people in my team from different cultures. I realize that because I gathered knowledge by talking to people, asking, so, hey, Eric, uh, how was your weekend? Oh, you say, well, I had a nice barbecue. Whoa, what kind of meat did you, did you cook? I mean, I'm gathering information because I want to know what you like to eat, you know? Uh, and you say, well, I was with my family. I brought my, my grandmother You say, I, and my tios, my uncles and everybody else. I say, well, I know that you're a family-oriented person. So I'm gathering that information as a leader. And I have to create a strategy, a plan and how to really connect with these people, connect with them, connect with them in, in a very genuine way, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm not going to say, uh, I, I thought, you don't remember this, 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 this joke when I was in the army, people say, Hey, Martinez, uh, Pancho. And they call me Pancho. He said, what do you call me Pancho? He said, because you speak Spanish. He said, yeah, you like jalapenos. I say, oh, jalapenos are good. I think they're really good, but I don't really, I don't really like them. You know, I, I like other peppers, you know, not that one. So what do you mean? He said, isn't that. True that every Spanish or Latino likes, and no, you, that's the concept that is wrong. Right, and they had a really bad intelligence. They were <laughs> not really culturally intelligent. I say, create that strategy, create that plan. Uh, you know, after you know the difference, and how are you going to be become more aware and plan to meet him, and and know more about it. You know, it's now you're actually talking that you're putting that into number four, which is the action. Now that I know, now that I have knowledge, now that I have a plan, how I'm going to be meeting my people, how am I going to meet the people, uh, uh, my clients, right? Um, And and I always say a leader should lead 360 degrees around him or her, right? And uh, you should know how to lead up, you know, if you see somebody from a different culture and uh, lead to the sides with your peers and lead down, you know. as a leader, you should be complete uh, being a 360 degree leader and take action, adapt, you know, adapt. If you have to adapt as, as it is, it is, it is. You know, I've been to an Indian restaurant in, uh, in New York City um, and, and I didn't know everything. You know, I didn't know exactly how to sit down or behave. It was a very small place. And I just had, uh, you know what? I asked questions. You know, I asked the waiters, is this okay if I do this? Is that yeah. okay? How do I eat this? Yeah. yeah, How does this taste? Oh, this is nice. So I asked the questions and I had to adapt to it. You see, uh, I've been in places. I've been in Africa, the, you know, the, not necessarily where I had to use utensils or, or fatware uh, uh, to eat. Um, there was some food that I couldn't touch, you know. Uh, and I've been in other trips that I just have to eat, cut it real, real, really, really, a little piece of meat and eat it and swallow it really quick Uh, and be be nice about it right yeah Uh, watch for your face you know watch for um your body language you know whether you're offered anything or uh if somebody you know Latinos we we are very loud right and uh, we move our hands and then somebody might think that we're fighting right or arguing no as a matter of fact I'm just saying you know that we're having a great time so we have to be very careful and uh, the same way if we see another culture or we say some words that are not appropriate, uh, we have to be very careful about that. So that's number four. We went through four really quick, uh, Eric. You know, drive CQ drive, CQ knowledge, CQ strategy, and CQ action. That makes you a culturally intelligent leader, a culturally intelligent professional. And when it comes to the insurance industry, believe me, um, You know how it is. You know, insurance is something that we all need, but not necessarily everybody wants it. Or Mm -hmm. uh, the perception of insurance for different cultures uh, is different. It's different. It is. Um, Why would I have to buy a $250,000 life insurance policy for my wife? I don't want to make her rich if I die. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, I've heard that before. Uh, However, some other cultures will say, "No, I need to. My family needs to be safe if I die." Uh, That is something. So we have to deal with that. And as insurance professionals, believe me, we're going to encounter that. Those kind of situations are more. Does that make sense?
0: That 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 absolutely does make sense. And you know, as you were going through the four. Uh, capabilities of CQ, you know, it it brought to me also the understanding in, in in my previous podcast about unconscious bias. So, from what I'm understanding is, if we really are not diligent on these, let's say, four capabilities, right? And if one of these capabilities lack, do you think it creates that opportunity to be more biased? right to bring those microaggressions that usually people naturally just gravitate towards and and sometimes they're not meaningful to hurt people but to your point an example that you gave when you were in the military pancho okay why are you calling me pancho cuz i'm latino yep right it, it's that those biases that really that that are really dangerous. At the end of the day, whether you're a professional, whether you're a leader, whether you're in this in a in a prof- even in life, because it can water down some of the strategy that you're trying to implement, or really, why do why do we why do we believe in diversity and inclusion, right? It brings many opportunities, many strengths, one of them being innovation, the culture within your organization, your surroundings. So I think it's very important really to recognize a the capabilities that you just spoke about, but the ramifications if you know if you don't apply these um, purposeful. Am I am I gathering that correctly.
1: Yes, that is true. That, that's that's uh, uh, again. We go back to the uh, definition of intelligence, uh, gathering that information and put it to good use. That's what it's all about, right? And um, and understand that uh, we have to adapt. When I say take action, we have to adapt and understand that the fact that we have all that information doesn't mean that uh, we're going to always use it in the right way. Um, I don't know if probably you, you've probably heard this before. Uh, uh, when somebody tells you, Hey, Hey, Tom, where are you from? So why is that? Because you speak very good English. I'm thinking like, and I, and they really, in their minds, they thought it was a compliment, right? Yes. And I, uh, to me, it was, it wasn't like they were offending me, but it was like, uh, why are you telling me that? I wasn't even thinking about, um, yes, I have an accent. I have a strong accent in Spanish and in English and in French, okay? So it's strong regardless, right? The thing is, the fact that somebody said, you speak very good English. Is it, uh, uh, I don't know if I should say thank you or not, but that's unconscious bias. You know, they're yes. trying to... Be nice, and yes. they were not really intelligent. They have to understand that uh, the fact that you know another language makes you makes you think in many in many in many languages. You know, I could be speaking English and thinking in Spanish or another language. And the fact is like, whoa, okay. So we have to be careful about the things. I've seen leaders that say, well, I'm not going to send uh, Mary to this trip because she has uh, three kids. And most likely she wants to be home. So I'm not going to send her to this uh, business trip. I'm going to send Joey because he's single and he can probably, and probably that leader is trying to be nice about it, you know, but that's unconscious bias too. And the thing is, Mary, she would have loved going to that business trip. And she was just uh, taken out of the list because she has three kids. I'm thinking like, whoa, you got to be careful about that. You know, you're trying, but I'm trying to help her. No, you're not, you're not. Be careful, be more in- culturally intelligent about this, you know, and uh, again, I mean, we could be here talking forever and I love this. Uh, and, and again, yes, yes, we have to to gather this information to become more culturally intelligent. I mean, it, it's, just, it's just
0: so fascinating to hear how all these facets of topics come together at some point, mm-hmm. right? unconscious bias we had just a conversation about that and how we are now analyzing this culture intelligence concept and how it's branching out into the effects of if you lack of you're gonna this is gonna happen unconscious Mm -hmm. biases micro you know microaggressions you know um i know we were talking about this uh earlier today but also culture appropriation right that's another just branch that kind of we have to kind of reflect on on at a different time a different topic but you know the center of all this is connection understanding and I love the four pillars of what which it is drive knowledge strategy and action you know it, it it's just so fascinating to me to hear all these facets come together um But you know what? For me, in my head, it's always easy to visualize in a a real life example. And I don't know if you're comfortable sharing. Can you share maybe an example where someone or in a scenario where lack of cultural intelligence existed and kind of what happened?
1: Well, yes, yes. Oh my goodness, yes. I was with a, a business partner, and we traveled to a, a Latin country, right? And um, in this Latin country, they do speak English. They do speak English, uh, but they know their Spanish, and uh, they know English. And uh, we started off like I said. We're listen. We're going to go travel there, and uh, that that my partner, uh, you know, uh, that at that time he um, he was. It was from here to the United States and uh, he has not been able to travel abroad, but he was able to go with me. And, um, and I think when it comes to that, if you, and you know, you're going to travel, learn a little bit about the country, you know, and, uh, the fact that they also speak English. So we were sitting and this person came to our meeting and that person was speaking very good English. Right. And, uh, my partner goes like, uh um, so i can't remember her name it was a lady a really nice lady and then uh, she he goes like uh, let's let's call her Joycey. hey Joycey, how where are you from and she goes like i'm from here oh because you speak very good english oh, the way you you manage the, the language is very well and very professional and i'm thinking like oh gosh you know i want to be swallowed by the the, the, <laughs> the, earth. I want, I want the earth to open and swallow me. I wanted to be turned into a piece of furniture. I didn't want to be there. And she was kind of uh, puzzled about the question, just like I uh, gave you the example a few minutes ago. This, that was the situation and I'm thinking like she was embarrassed. She didn't know how to react. And um, as a matter of fact, an email later, uh, days later when we returned, she said that she was actually a kind of uh, uh, uncomfortable by the the fact that she was treated like that. Now, she took it like that and um, and she was not offended. Uh, at the end she said, I understand that people uh, don't understand other cultures but they, uh, the fact that they were talking like that or asking me that kind of question made me feel extremely uncomfortable. That actually jeopardized the deal. You know? <laughs> that yeah. actually jeopardized the sale in our relationship. I had to uh, uh, Apologize many times, and but still, it leaves a bad taste. We have to be very careful uh, and learn about the culture and um, the things that we should do and not do. Um, share shared food, you know. If you're in a country that uh, they have a different food, yes, share it. Go and, and enjoy and uh, open your mind and your brain, you know, and capture that data because that's what is going to help you. communicate in the future with other people if you visit another country and you find people from that country working with you or for you uh you know for the company that you work with i mean uh you will be able to relate to them a lot better and connect with them so yes i was in your country before i love this food Mm -hmm. i love that uh and stay there you know watch for the reaction because the mm-hmm. fact that you are, you you, you might say, well, I, I am from Puerto Rico, but I haven't been to, yeah, I was born in Puerto Rico, but I traveled, you know, in my case, I, I left after college, but the, many people leave t- two years of age. Uh, it doesn't mean that they eat the same food. So you have to be careful how, do we, how we ask some questions or I- any other country. So we have to be very sensitive about that. Uh, that was one of the best examples ever. Um, I fell, I fell like a, like a failure to the lady. But again, I was able to apologize and ex, under, explain to her. I said, "Well, he's not very culturally intelligent. <laughs> you know, he's the nicest person ever. You can trust him uh, because he's my partner." But uh, again, I apologize. Uh, that was out of out of order. And uh, again, we're here to learn, right? Yes. Um, and I explained that to him too. And he goes like, Oh, I didn't think anything about that. I said, Well, it's not about yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, about and sometimes
0: and sometimes we're right, we 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 just don't realize what we are saying in this space and how people are gonna portray because you know, one of the things that I see in our industry and in society is really championing the diversity piece. Um, secondly, you know, coming along um, is the inclusion part right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also connect the dot. when I'm connecting the dots here, Tom, I'm also understanding that, you know, is the way you communicate too, right? Mm-hmm. With a specific person. Um, the way that I communicate with you, I probably can't communicate it same way with Johnny or Sally. Um, mm-hmm. I got to understand their paths. I got to understand their background. I got to understand the What's been their professional career, and and what what have been their barriers, and how you know? So, those are things that also that I'm taking consideration. Listening to your, uh, uh, um, to 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 your knowledge that you're bringing is really, um, if we don't really acknowledge these four capabilities and sit back and think how that's going to apply to me. There're going to be many failures in many ways in regards to a, as simple as communicating across anything, right? Whether that's a strategy, whether whether that's hey, this is what I've done throughout the year as an employee. This is where I want to go. Um, you know, And if you're a leader, how do you coach a certain uh, personnel? But understanding all those nuances, it's the fundamental of succeeding. Uh, in regards to leadership and or through culture intelligence. Um, yes. One of the things that I always like to end this podcast is from your perspective, I want to give you time to really, what's the call to action for our audience today? What is it that you want to portray and, 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 um, and, and give advice
1: Yes, thank you. Thank you. And I think, uh, I, I guess, uh, summarizing, we have to be intentional. And I explained that. Uh, I coach leaders, I coach people uh, who want to lead, people who want to make a difference, right? And uh, you, you cannot make a difference by yourself. There's nothing big in life that you will accomplish by yourself. Um, people who say, say you know, I'm a say, self-made man. That doesn't exist. You know. Uh, You have a team behind you. You have even clients. Uh, There's nothing great that will be accomplished by one, only one person. You have to uh, count on people around you. You have to count people on on people with different cultures, uh, people who speak differently. Um, And you are the leader. You're the leader of your future. Right. As a young person. Oh, my goodness. You have years to come. Right. Um, and I wish I knew this. I wish I could listen to podcasts like this 30 years ago, 40 years ago, I'd say, you know, it, it, my, my life would have been different because uh, the awareness that we're bringing now in this conversation is essential for success and uh, only so, uh, people who are successful uh, are those, uh, they are the ones that they adapt these capabilities. They, they educate themselves, and they are intentional about knowing uh, about other cultures. Uh, like I said, it could be an ethnical culture, organizational culture, and why not understand how they speak, how they feel, how they move, their body language, and uh, believe me. You might need a coach. You might need somebody who can help you with that. Somebody who could be brutally honest with you. Uh, but again, I guess uh, the call to action is educate yourself, be intentional, ask the questions, get a mentor, somebody who can help you understand other cultures. We're not alone. We, we're going to make it and uh, you're going to be successful because you are more culturally intelligent.
0: Tom, it's been a fascinating time. I wish we had more time to discuss in a more detailed manner but unfortunately time has come to a conclusion and next time and for our audience here today thank you for joining Off The Record and cannot wait to bring you a different topic and have the real talk like we always have here at Off The Record this is your host Eric Efren and signing off